0: I don't know, but hello and welcome.
1: Ooh, it was a ninja star, was it? Ninja star? Start. Ninja star. Got it. It it was a yes. It was a ninja star. I'm Bruce. I'm Adam. And I'm Aaron. No. And I'm Aaron. Thank you. Oh God, I had the had the worst time editing the last episode because i talk really loud because you maxed the levels and i literally gave i gave it you haven't heard it yet but i gave it a distorted effect like good yes painful how are we all this fine saturday night i just want to do a
2: quick throw out to all of our listeners who are mothers for
1: mother's day mother's day is tomorrow If there's any mothers that listen to this, I can't imagine why you would, but happy Mother's Day. Why? Moms can't be into cars? Can you think of any mothers that are?
0: Okay, uh, but we are also got stupidity going for us. Mothers can't be into stupidity?
1: Not by choice, I don't think. I think they they deal with enough stupidity just because their children are dumb.
0: My mom's proud of
2: me.
1: My mom says I'm special.
0: My mom tells me I'm a very special boy all the time.
2: And that I'm handsome.
1: What are we all doing for Mother's Day? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do we got planned? I think two of us are going to my mother's for breakfast. Yeah, that's about it.
1: You're yep. you're always welcome, but I imagine you're going to be going to yep. yours. Yeah, my mom's and my grandmother, we're going to a uh, buffet. You know what? Ufe.
0: Brenda and Ruth would love each other.
1: They absolutely
2: would, but my mom will not leave the house.
0: No, but Brenda will.
2: Oh yeah, that's
1: true. My <laughs> mom loves to talk about the birds that feed behind oh, her. God, my mom would go nuts. She she loves the birds.
0: Let's bring her over for breakfast,
1: <laughs> which might be the movie next week, The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. But there's no cars in that.
2: I absolutely think there might be. I don't think so.
0: There were cars in today's movie.
1: Mm-hmm. That's not true.
0: There were. I saw. Couple well, of them.
1: Quite a couple I mean, limousines. I think you guys are on Mars.
0: There was a Mercedes limousine and there's Splodey's bits. There was a
1: Panther body in the front in there, the beginning. There was
0: a Bald Man.
1: Spoon Man. Doctors. Come man. together with your hands.
0: Lots of Splodey bits. Was that movie directed by Michael Bay?
1: I don't know. Let me look that up. For. <laughs> Since there was only the three of us that witnessed this movie today, we watched Red, which is not a car movie. It is very much a like, There are cars line, in it. Just like it Driving Miss Daisy wasn't a car movie. There
2: a, were cars in Driving Miss Daisy. Lots of them. You guys are killing in me. In fact, I will make the argument that what I was watching for through tonight's viewing of Red was how cars sustain repeated bullet encounters. And I don't necessarily know if... They would actually, when that one SUV gets mowed down by a bunch of bullets, it does seem to have the top of it almost cut off, but I don't know how cars really react. Not
1: well. No, I imagine not. I can imagine there's very few things that do handle repeated bullet impacts well. And Abrams? Small arms fire, yeah. Okay, see? They have depleted uranium for uh, armor.
0: Tends to just bounce right off of that. Yes. What are you looking up? The director of that movie? Didn't I also say the director <laughs> driving Miss Daisy was Michael Bay because of all the explosions? <laughs> did,
1: but there wasn't any explosions. I in know, that. but <laughs> just except a, for the se- explosive
2: sexual tension oh my God, in Morgan I Freeman, I just was just a being a jackass. <laughs> uh, this was directed by Robert Schwentke and Dean Parasot.
1: Okay, oh, that's who I was gonna say. You know, I honestly. What else has what he I done? Was, they done? That's what I was guessing. They've done a lot of critically acclaimed movies. Have they really? Yep.
0: You're giving me a weird eyes.
1: Yep. It's
0: true or not? Oh, okay.
2: They have done the movie
1: Snake Eyes. I know
2: that one. Twenty twenty one. Great. The movie. Captain. Twenty seventeen. Also a great movie. The Divergent. 2016 that was legitimately a pretty good movie R.I.P.D. 2013 no, not a good was, movie. I've also.
0: heard of that one but the other ones I've never heard of you've never heard of Divergent? No
1: that's got Shailene Woodley I think in it I have no idea who that is. It's pretty I'll just leave it at that. Okay
2: the other director that directed this movie um, did Bill and Ted Face the Music. Awesome. Red 2 Fun with Dick and Jane Galaxy Quest.
1: Ooh that was a good one. And Home Prize. Never seen it. All right, I'm kind of surprised by that second batch of movies because that was a pretty. I like Galaxy Quest. It's pretty, yeah. Galaxy Quest is really good.
0: We need your help.
1: (laughs) It's been a long time since I've seen that movie too. I don't even like Tim Allen. I definitely don't, but But my love Sigourney Weaver overrules that. Yes, yes. And Alan Rickman. Let's be real for Uh, just two seconds. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Yeah, but anyway so how, how's this last week been for cars getting back to our bread and butter here
0: yep bud and Bretter, as my cousin would
1: say really yeah bud and Bretter. which
0: cousin chris
1: ah uh, hi chris if you're listening he doesn't th- thanks for you should but ben knows him and that's all that matters i guess by, by proxy he's listening then
0: he's also going to get the bud and breader bre- bre- <laughs> and, and reference reference there we go i can talk Good. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> the Taco Bell uh, bell. These Ding. are in,
1: these are
2: inside jokes.
1: Moving on. Okay. Yokiro Taco Bell. There
2: seems to be a continuing problem in this little town that I live in where the Dunkin' Donuts cars do continually lead out into the street. So that's still a thing? Mm-hmm. I know it has less about cars and more about infrastructure design, but... um,
0: Well, the real problem is they don't have enough
1: staff to keep up with demand.
2: But still, that topic is not cars.
1: Yeah, it is. Drive-through cars. Yeah. If we if we can talk about driving Miss Daisy as a car movie, then we True. can talk about Dunkin the hard-core Donuts infrastructure
0: dead ass car movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Then we could talk about Dunkin Donuts as being a car situation. Mhm. Cuz there's cars involved.
2: Yeah. But other than that, I haven't had too many um uh, run-ins with uh, any kind of driving. I have pretty much stayed home, but I have noticed that This past week, around here at least, it's been perpetually rainy, and we can always talk about how people turn into different drivers when it rains. Some
0: drivers.
1: Some drivers, but
2: those are the ones we notice.
1: Yeah, it seems like whenever the roads are wet, it's it's like either you got people flying faster than they should, or you got people that are treating it like there's slick ice on the road.
0: There is a certain amount of oil that gets drawn up to the surface of asphalt. After a first rain, when it hasn't rained in a while, this is true. So there is a bit of slickness to a fresh rain, I guess. But there's no reason to go like ten miles below the speed limit,
2: or come to a stop at
1: every right turn, or left turn for that matter. God forbid you go take that corner going a little too fast. You're going to go right off the road. Mm-hmm. Be an careful. iceberg, maybe. Gotta be careful. Yep. better to do twenty under the speed limit than fly off into the weeds. Sure is it- hey. Weeds. That lady was in that, that, uh, was in that hey, movie. Mary Louise Parker. You, pe- you picked up on my reference, I'm glad. I don't think you actually made a reference. No, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had to go out to Cicero today to go get our weekly Chipotle thing, and Cicero was actually really not that bad today. Was not a sponsor, the, but Chipotle. If you hear this, reach Chipotle, yeah, right. Chipotle. Was uh, Chick-fil-A... Like crazy? No, even Chick Fil A was not that crazy today. That's yeah. good. Which is which is kind of wild. Yeah, it was pretty quick, prick and easy. Quick and easy. Got in and out. Prick and preezy? That's yeah. That's what my brain wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Um, the
0: more I watch Steve Brule, the more I start talking
1: like him. Are you still just binge binging going through that or what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ruppets come from (laughs) marinara
1: uh yes highly recommend fitment industries look for their driver to driver videos no i'm talking about actual dr steve brule i know you are but i'm not oh (laughs) since we got to stay car car centric here Mm. i have a future assignment for you guys future assignment
2: like Like, homework kind of But I think it's fun work.
0: (laughs) I barely got out of high school. I'm not going back. Just listen. Just listen. Barely. Then swear. We've we've been out of high school for a while. Yeah, but I took an extra two years to get out of high school.
1: So we got out at the same time. No, Probably. I want us to think of
2: catchy mottos for cars, not the ones they are branded with.
1: You're acting under the assumption that we're creative at all. That's why I'm giving you a week.
2: Like, I can come up with things on the fly, you guys can't, and I understand that. So, I'm giving you guys a week.
0: Just a motto for any brand?
2: Yeah, but try to think of um, things that you would say on a daily basis. Let me try to think of an example, because I'm the creative type. Um, Red. like, Would there be a car in your mind that says to you, just do it?
1: Not in a good way.
2: Well, when I say just do it and think of a car, I think of the car
1: that Thelma and Louise were driving. I think of whatever Shia LaBeouf would be driving. Just do it! Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams.
2: Don't let your dreams be dreams.
1: Insert a cut of Shia LaBeouf right now.
2: Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true!
1: I hope you do. I'm going to. Okay.
0: He made that to be a meme,
1: right? Right. That's why it's on a green screen. I think he might be the background. The background for this next episode. Do it. The kind of cars you <laughs> think
0: Sean Buff owns? Ooh, no, I already know because he. I think he he gets free Chevys or GM products for life because of Transformers.
1: Oh, that would make a lot of sense actually. So,
0: like I think every time you see him, he's in like a
2: Silverado or whatnot.
1: Oh, that would make sense then. Yeah. So, just do it would uh, remind me of a Camaro, then a yellow Camaro.
2: Okay. So other ones I want you guys to think of is, have you had your break today? Um, Oh, I just had one
1: in my head, too. The theme song for the Pacifica would be, give me a break, give me a break. (laughs) Break me off. Yes. yeah. With one of your 13 cup holders and your umbrella and your moon moon roof.
2: I'm going to send you guys a list of things that we can come up with, because I think...
0: Wait, so you just want us to take other slogans and apply them to cars you don't want us to come up with our own slogans for a car
2: if you can come up with one for a car that is you know funny or spot on please do but i'll give you some just
1: to think about not gonna lie i'm probably not gonna come up with anything good
2: uh when i start giving you the ones to think of like if i said um long pause here you can delete this
1: dead air <laughs>
2: dead air dead air dead air dead air um who are you gonna call you know you can think of
1: not Chevy
2: not Chevy see there you go
1: or whoever the manufacturer was of the Ecto 1 where's the beef not a Dodge Ram I don't know why that just comes into my
2: head
0: Ram's a pretty beefy truck is it yeah
2: but it's it's a different company than Dodge
0: yeah it's a completely separate
1: they're completely a separate entity now it is yeah not really, it is, but it's not. Let's be real.
2: But no, I'm gonna come up with a list, and I think this could actually be kind of fun.
1: Okay, I'm on board. Or like we used to, we used to shout out, or still do shout out. You know, sweet dodge, sweet dodge. I yeah, done, you've
0: f- definitely heard us say that. No, I just never said it. So I'll yeah, have no. I you've never that. said it, but you've definitely been in the car when he and I have <laughs> said, "Sweet dodge, sweet dodge." <laughs>
1: Yeah. Or uh Super Don'ts.
2: Super don'ts.
0: <laughs> your 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 dad had a really good one when you told me he used to call Wranglers wronglers. Wronglers.
1: yeah. Yep. You know, you know. Stemming back from, you know, the when Wranglers first came out, they were not a Jeep. I used to call my sister's car the Corsaca. She also calls her the Car the Corsica. <laughs> oh God, my brother. He used to drive a Corsica LT, and he used to call it Lieutenant Corsica. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Yep. <laughs> God.
0: I have a homework assignment for both of you. Go
1: ahead, man. It's like I'm back in high school. What the hell is going on? Because after he said slogans,
0: I don't know why, like jingles popped into my head. I missed the days when car like commercials had jingles in them, mm-hmm. like Chevy's like a rock. Oh my god! So we all need
1: to come up with our own car jingles. Well, like a rock. That was a Bob Seger song, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. so. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I think the sewer will
2: be. I'm coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Uh, You, you, oh, I probably can't do that so long, but I don't know how long I can sing that for.
0: (laughs) You joke, but that was. when Subaru started gaining popularity in this country, they went through several um, advertising companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the one that ultimately got them to where they are today is the one that told them they need to start advertising to gay women.
1: I think it worked. It did. That's a very interesting culture there with Subarus and the lesbian community. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Have you guys ever heard of a dink? I've heard of a donk.
2: So a in business world, and I don't, and this is what I was taught in college. So I don't know the exact number, but it was D I N C, double income, no kids, and it was used to describe gay and lesbian couples who did not have children and predominantly had larger amounts of
1: expendable money income. So now that could apply to, that applies to anybody now, Absolutely. right? Absolutely.
2: Especially if you're going to be vacationing or need a car that's going to be going good for off-roading or can have a dog set up, kennel in the back, mm. or
1: copious amounts of maybe sporting equipment. Or golf clubs for when you go to the range, when you go to the country club for the mm-hmm. weekend.
0: Who goes to a country club for the
1: weekend? I don't know. I've never been to a country club, there, so I just didn't... I, didn't, I guess there, I never really thought about it. The ones I'm, there, I've
2: been to don't have... Does that room? mean they are don't...
1: They're places to stay? So country clubs are not a place that you go for more than one day? I guess you can go back multiple
0: days, but I don't think you can sleep there.
2: Oh. Yeah, I don't think This I'm
1: way off... Maybe there are some really ritzy That's ones that probably, do have. That's probably. way above my annual salary to know, so... I know the one in Manlius...
0: Definitely does not have any buildings large enough for people to stay in. Like the clubhouse itself has enough room for a dining room and I think a pro shop downstairs. Oh, so maybe I'm just dumb. Then across the street is the driving range and that building is just big enough for whatever the hell they use that for. And then there's some sheds for various equipment.
2: And the one that I've been to in Syracuse has a couple dining rooms and event halls, but no actual rooms
1: near it so why is it a big deal to go to a country club then Uh, because it keeps out poor people like you and me and yes aj like i've just been invited
2: to them for weddings and parties and anniversaries that someone very wealthy paid for but then when you go in there i won't lie like literally people walk up to you and ask you if you're thirsty or hungry and will like show you to where you should sit and it, it it is
1: being pampered. Mm-hmm. Well, this really does drive home the fact that we are the broke yes car snobs.
2: Oh, and by <laughs> the way, there are bars at every country club that I've been to, and
1: I'm not joking. You just have to tip. You know why are we sitting here at this table right now? Let's go. Well, they don't let us in. So, I drive an Audi. We could just say they might just wave us on in. Or they, we could, honestly,
0: they would. But that's something I've always wanted to do just as a joke just stop at a country club go into the dining room when it's packed and just yell out i'm sorry about the mercedes and then leave
1: have the car on on in drive ready to go so you just run out real quick and hop in you and gotta go you got stopped
2: on me i'm sorry guys the black mercedes <laughs>
1: is there any other color that you can get a mercedes white i know i'm being light pastel I'm, blue I was being, making a joke but <laughs> I don't know. I prefer them in white. I mean, speaking of golf clubs and country clubs and whatnot, I actually saw a picture on Reddit or something like that over this last week where there was, it was a diagram from a BMW showing you how to load the golf clubs into your trunk. (laughs) Not even kidding. There were, there were, it was like a a diagram of the trunk from like the side and above it. And they were like different colored golf, golf bags. And it was like, yeah, you can fit three golf bags in the trunk of your BMW. Here's how to set them up. Were the directions for the caddy?
2: I don't think it really specified. Well, I mean, Caddy's would, already going to be there. He's not allowed, right? Because why would a Mercedes owner actually love BMW, the car, BMW BMW love the car themselves?
1: Big money waste. Yeah, basically. But anyway, I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that one in Manlius. I think a membership starts at forty thousand a year. That's couch cushion money, guys. Couch cushion money. It's the one that what the who's the not that either of you are going to know this. I can't. I don't even a uh, guy who coaches
1: SU. Steve Beheim, Sh- Jim, Jim yeah, Beheim, yeah, just Steve <laughs> Bayheim. <laughs> who, who is Steve Bayheim Steve Boeheim is the water boy. But anyway, <laughs> Bobby he's... Bobby Boucher. <laughs> oh my God, that's the that
0: manliest country club is the one that he plays at.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> Steve Beheim. Oh, wow, Georgie Beheim, the oh, lesser talked about Beheim, and Mark Bezos. <laughs> know, yeah. Oh, okay. This we're in alternate reality land mm-hmm. here today, apparently uh what do we got for the news anything we heard anything in the news
0: yeah toyota is making a twin turbo v8
1: you're shitting me right i no god no i kid about something like that getting my hopes up that toyota is getting back in the car game instead of it's not gonna be be for a car
0: most people who have seen it are pretty sure it's for a truck
1: god damn it
2: yeah for those of you listening at home and have not picked up on it yet, Adam is Does not, not like a trucks. fan of trucks.
1: I don't hate trucks. I yeah, just you do. Don't. He
2: likes trucks better than he likes motorcycles. I'm no, not that's sure valid. that's true. That's No, that's valid. Is it? Okay. I really
1: like... Although
2: I think his actual beef is with motorcyclists.
1: That's true. That's yeah, accurate. That's... <laughs> My issue is the motorcyclists that... F- blast around me on a double yellow doing twice the speed limit they call it do- double yellow
0: <laughs> <laughs> every time i say i hate a car i'm actually talking about the usual person who drives that car That's not true. the actual car itself That's true Unless my problem the, my problem with that. mustangs is not the mustang First. it's the typical mustang owner
1: yeah it's certain cars attract certain personality types i feel like yeah and mustang owners or Mustangs tend to attract the
2: 55-year-old going through a midlife crisis.
1: Oh, no, that's Corvette. Uh, yes. Yes. They attract the I want to go fast on a budget.
0: Just weird because when the Challenger first came out or f- first came back, Dodge was advertising it as the cheapest V8 you could get.
1: Jesus, really? Yep.
0: That was their big selling point.
1: Wow, that didn't last for very long because the Mustang is <clears throat> dirt cheap now, isn't it? I never priced them. Thirty five, forty grand for a GT.
0: Never priced them.
1: Wow. AJ's on it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean the the GT, I mean you get But I think you could get
0: like a base model just a Hemi Challenger. Challenger for like twenty four grand.
1: No. I
0: think it's pretty cheap.
1: Really? Yeah. I guess I'll look that up while AJ's looking that up.
0: Or at least it was when they first brought him back. It was something Mm -hmm. like that. They were not expensive cars.
1: Wow, MSRP is twenty eight eight seventy, so about twenty nine grand. Yeah, for a Dodge Challenger, it probably is.
0: It's not going to be an SRT or anything like, like that. Probably gutless, it's Probably just yeah. a base model, but it is a V eight.
1: I don't know. I'm not going to put too much time into it. It's only a Dodge. Um, Sweet I, Dodge. And if Sweet we're talking Dodge. about a truck full, a truck full of dirt will be up
2: to six hundred dollars. What? What? Well, you said it was dirt cheap.
0: Yes. Thank you. How? What was the dollar figure? What's the tonnage on that dirt?
2: It says a bulk truckload of dirt, topsoil, or sand costs up to $600 on average.
0: It, but what and kind of truck? Just like yeah, a how much, dump truck? What? Uh, what is this? God
2: damn it. 10 to 15 yards.
0: Okay, thank you. How
2: thick?
1: What's the grain count
0: on the sand?
1: Right, what's the viscosity? Is that even a thing for dirt? Viscosity? No,
2: that would, viscosity would be for liquid.
1: But dirt could be considered a liquid when it's in mud form.
2: Yes, but we wouldn't consider that dirt; it would be mud. <laughs> and now you're paying for the water as you well. You got me. You got me there. Well, the water's just <laughs> going to add weight. One yard of dirt is nine to fourteen burrows. What and covers fifty-five square feet at six inch deep.
1: All right, we're really, really off the reservation now. And that's I'm from talking Illion. About commercial vehicles. <laughs> would you consider pitch to be dirt no pitch is different pitches is... did you did you hear that like there was some college out in britain that was like measuring whether pitch was a liquid or not and they had like and it was like they had a funnel that this pitch was coming through the funnel and they were trying to measure
0: i have no idea what pitch even is. i don't, I don't know it's what it hard. is either
1: oh and it's so thick, like, they wanted to see whether it would actually, like, drop, and they've been measuring it for, like, 70 years to see if uh, see if a droplet of this pitch would come out of this funnel, and one finally did, and they witnessed it. They caught it on camera. It literally took days for it to drop.
0: How much money have they spent on
1: this? They, the, <laughs> the head of the university or whatever was like, there's really no scientific knowledge to be gained from this. But pitch? Is a sticky, resinous, black, and dark brown substance that is semi-liquid when hot, hard when cold.
2: It is obtained by distilling tar or petroleum and is used for
1: waterproofing. See, petroleum ties into gasoline, so that was on topic. Dead dinosaurs.
2: It is also considered pitch if you are using it with substances
1: that are similar to pitch, such as asphalt or bitumen. Asphalt has to do with cars. On topic, yet again. Not so far off the reservation. After However,
2: all. I would also say that because of the new game temperature, <laughs> new game, we see how far off topic we can get and then see if we can spin it to be about cars going back to the college study because of the viscosity of pitch and whether or not they are measuring it, how much it can move. That would be like us asking is ice A solid or liquid, but then keeping it in a room where it slightly gets to the temperature where it can evaporate just a little bit and drop through, even though the bulk of it is still solid. Therefore, ipso
1: facto, colleges are a waste of money. You heard it here, guys. Don't go to college.
2: Take two extra years to get out of high school. Take a
1: year or two off after high school. And if you want to make a ton of money, become a social worker like me. Or do a podcast like we three. That's right.
0: I will say though, my last two years of high school were great. I had construction and automotive. And that was it.
1: That sounds like a perfect honest. I didn't say high school was a waste of money. Well, yeah, we don't pay anything at a high school. No, your
0: parents do if they own a house. Right.
1: Or I do if I own a house, which I do.
0: And you're not sending kids, so you're just throwing that money out the
1: window. No, I am investing in the future. Yeah. (laughs) Future workforces of the Just like the lottery. You never know. Mm-hmm. You might get a return on that investment someday. Maybe. Anyway. So <sighs> I was going to say something about Dodge. Oh, I saw a. Don't dodge that question. Sweet Dodge. I saw a Charger over this past week that was a scat pack, I'm pretty sure, because it had had the hood scoop and everything like that. And it had a wide body kit on it. Looked pretty good, didn't and it? And it did something. Mm-hmm. It, it did something. Come over to the me. dark side. <laughs> and i was like no bruce no. why body kit the can't, world can't do it <laughs> no i've i've always liked the new chargers honestly because they're crazy you can get crazy amount of horsepower out of them some of the higher trim levels anyway the price is reasonable like it's an automatic transmission which kind of sucks but
0: i love the uh i think they were called magnums it's the station wagon version yeah. of it Ugh. those were good looking cars
1: yeah, well you know me, I'm always partial to the wagon life. Yeah, same here. But Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really interesting when I passed that. I I did a double take while I was driving by it. I was like, "What?"
0: Oh. You should look up pictures of an R35 with a wide body.
1: All right. For those of you at home,
2: Adam is diligently typing into his computer so he can
1: look at bodies of or wide bodies of a
2: specific vehicle.
1: A little known fact, when I'm editing this, like I can hear my typing on mm-hmm. the keyboard i don't know if anybody else has picked up on it in previous episodes sometimes i can't edit it out like if i'm talking while i'm typing
0: yeah, it's not like it's a membrane keyboard it's not like it's mechanical
1: all right but it's i can still hear like the tap 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 okay that looks pretty good mm-hmm. i mean didn't liberty walk do a um r35
0: i have no idea i know BS for bill did it
1: oh there it is right there liberty walk yeah that is a blue car. And Rocket Bunny did one as well. That's a silver car. That's, um, yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. All right, I'm, I'm going to need to step out for a minute. And Skylines usually don't do it for me. Yeah, there's something about the R35, though. I mean, out of all of them, like, we're, we're exact opposites. Like, the R35 does the least for me. Mm-hmm. That You like
0: the 32, 33,
1: 34? 34, I think, is, is the sweet spot for me, yeah. I mean, it's a little too long for me. Yeah. I think I just like it from the Fast and the Furious movies. Mm. Teriyaki boys, man. What a great song. I'm going to put a clip of that in this episode too. I hope so. Right here. You know what You know, like part of
0: what, like another reason why Tokyo Drift is my favorite. Tell me. Yes, there's a Mustang in it, <laughs> the, but, the they, RB26 but w- they put an RB26 and you know <laughs> that pissed so many people off.
1: It's funny that you mentioned that because I was literally reading a comment the other day where somebody was like, Tokyo Drift is the best, is the best of the Fast and Furious movies until you get to the end and they RB26 swap a Mustang. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to tell me they didn't have a period correct Windsor block in Japan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. Car people be car people. Ah, those crazy sons of bitches.
2: Don't call it a Mustang.
1: It's a Shelby. <laughs> oh. Which car would be don't
2: call it a comeback? And, and for this, I really want you to think of the car that has survived repeated generations of coming back out and still proves to be a viable car.
0: The Impala. Okay.
1: I was going to say Corvette.
0: No, that never went away.
1: There was a year or two where I think there was not a Corvette, wasn't there, back in like There was,
0: 83 was the only one where they didn't make a model year for 83, but that's because they were in transition of going from...
1: The C3 to the C4? Yeah. But I'm sure there were always groups of Corvette people. Sure. Oh, so you mean like cars that have fallen out of popularity that then came back? Yeah, and then became popular. But then again, this can be on next week's episode when we talk about this. Oh, so and more You'll
2: be reminded about it when you edit
1: it. So more homework. Yeah, yeah. I, I will be reminded too. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> I can hear you now. Damn it, AJ. Why the homework?
1: Like i I very well might while I'm editing this, like put a little segment where I'm commenting on it while I'm editing it right now. Yep, here I am editing it. And God damn it, AJ. Anyway. Right. Thank now. you now. Thank hey. you. Thank you, There's future Adam, for your problem. thoughts, thoughts and feelings. Bruce
2: is Bruce staring is, off into the openness. Bruce has got nothing right now.
0: I'm trying to think of a car that goes away oh, and comes God. back. The, the Thunderbird.
1: That goes away and comes back. Uh, when was the last time? Thunderbird last came out in like the early 2000s. 2003. Yeah, it hasn't come out since. Right, so but I don't
0: know. it originally came out in the 50s in response to the Corvette. And then they stopped making it. At some point, and then they brought it back, and then they stopped making it, and then they brought it back. Just a matter of time before. Ooh, Dodge Viper. They stop and they start. They start
2: and they stop and start. It's like the Phoenix. It dies, but then comes back from its
1: ashes. So, what's going to be the next car that comes back? I'm going to vote the Edsel. They're bringing
0: the fucking uh, Lancer back, but it's going to be a crossover. Oh, like they did with the Eclipse. Yeah, the Eclipse Cross. Ugh. What
1: a travesty! So I get.
0: I'm not going to count those because those aren't.
1: Those aren't. Uh, no, I mean that's that's companies taking a nameplate that is well established, and then they ran. They ran out of ideas years later, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just stick that name on there and call it a day." I will argue though that the new Mustang E Type. I think it's the E Type or E E something or other. It's their electric Ford's electric car with the Mustang nameplate on it. I think that was a really good idea on their part. Bruce shakes his head and no the reason, disgust. And the reason why I think that is...
0: Well, you know, I, I I guess I don't care.
1: I mean, all these companies are coming out with electric cars. How are you going to try to draw attention to yours? How are you going to make yours stand out? By also oh, having to it have gas. I think it's Mach-E. Mach-E, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Mach-E Auto? Hey, Dunkin' Donuts, we've come full circle. <laughs> well, I would say Starbucks for a month. I've already told auto. you guys that
0: I saw one of those already.
2: A Macchiato? Of no. Of course. Uh, oh, the yeah. yeah the you did mention that.
1: Tell, tell us more. Saw Where'd it you see on it? Wednesday. How was it? Ugly. Really? Okay. I, I, I liked the looks of the mm-hmm. Macchi. No. I don't like them. No? But it upset
0: me because I saw one of those before I saw a Bronco. I yep. keep looking for a Bronco. Never see him.
1: I've heard that there's actually going to be some delays in Bronco deliveries because of this chip shortage that's going on. I don't know if you've that's heard about that. That's
0: every manufacturer. Chevy has yeah. Chevy is building new parking lots where they are just storing yeah. cars that they don't have chips
1: for.
2: Is this because of <clears throat> precious metals that go into chip making?
1: I'm
0: not sure what the chip shortage is from.
2: Okay.
1: Well, I'm just going to Google it right now so we can answer that question. So, it says here, demand for chips is continuing to outstrip supply. Oh, uh, What the hell is this? Oh, you have an ad blocker on your computer. Naughty, naughty. I hate that shit. Car makers are no longer the only companies to feel the pinch. Um, We can't get our video cards anymore.
2: Dead air.
0: You don't need to say dead air. In fact, it'll actually make it easier for him to edit it out if you don't say dead air.
1: Why? Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to see the spike in levels and I'm going to be like, oh, somebody said something and I'm going to listen to it. And then you're going to be saying, Dead air. Ch- 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 call, 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 call. What did the Pink Panther
0: say when he stepped on an ant?
2: Dumb ant, dumb ant.
0: Dead ant, dead ant, dead, dead ant, dead, dead, dead ant, dead ant. I like my dumb ant.
2: but so. God damn it. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, according to this, it says companies like Ford, Volkswagen, and Jaguar Land Rover have shut down factories, laid off workers, and slashed vehicle production.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's every year. Why are they. Hey, how does that have to
1: do with chips? Nissan is reportedly leaving navigation systems out of cars that would normally have them, and Ram trucks have stopped equipping its 1,500 pickups with a standard intelligent rear view mirror that monitors for blind spots. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'd be really curious to see why there is such a shortage here.
2: Are you asking us to do homework?
1: No. I'm just going to look and see right now. tight. Thank you. Sons of bitches. Yeah, this this article really doesn't say why. Let's just leave it as a mystery. Yeah, other than the fact that, you know, demand (laughs) is uh, greater than supply at this point. Just the silicon shortage? Yeah.
2: You know, there's no sand on earth.
1: I'm wondering if maybe it had something to do with COVID. So a lot of these factories, maybe they, you know, were at reduced staffing. So they were able to, they reduced supply and perhaps just kind of went from there. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be a real big deal, obviously running out of chips. That's really surprising. I wonder how that's going to affect like the price of cars. Cause if they, they, the article there said that Ram is leaving out like certain high tech features and Nissan is leaving out navigation on their cars, how's that going to affect the price?
2: I mean, if I'm not getting stuff with my car, I would expect to pay less. Goddamn right. But I could also see, well, sorry, it's taking us so long to get these models out that we have to increase the price.
1: Right. Well, I know my mom, we're talking about next weekend, she's she's at the point now where she's kind of, things have settled down a little bit. We're going to be going to the dealership next Saturday to, to see what kind of cars they've got. And we're debating about whether she wants to build build a car to what she wants and then have it built and then shipped over here and delivered and everything like that or whether, they, whether they're going to have one. And I guess the salesperson or whatever told her that it's going to be a four to six month waiting period for the 2022s to get here.
0: She's not having any major problems with the current car, is she?
1: <sighs> well... Don't get me wrong. The Acura has been a trooper and it's fully paid off at this point, but now we're getting to the point where I think we're having a fueling issue. So when you go to start the car, it takes a little bit longer for it to start. Like the starter, the starter is kicking in full strength. So I know it's not the battery. I know it's not the starter, but it's still taking a while for it to catch and actually start. So I'm thinking fuel filter maybe, or injectors, or maybe even a carbon cleaning, but I don't know whether that's a direct injection injection engine or not got to be. I would assume that it would be. It's a 2009. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's a 50/50 then. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the uh, my 2006 Audi was was a direct injection, but so I don't know whether that needs a carbon cleaning or not. But yeah, but you're not like it's not refusing to just
0: start in the morning. It's just taking a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, it's taking a noticeably a noticeable amount longer. For yeah, it to but start. if you
0: Get another four to six months out of it. Just get her right. what she wants.
1: Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. By no means are we going to compromise and get one now. I mean, but she's she was telling me that she's at the point now where she's starting to not be, not feel confident in the car. Oh, uh, and that's okay. a real big deal. I mean, if yes, it is. If mm-hmm. you start doubting your car that it's going to start,
0: why I just imp- like almost immediately gave up on my focus is it's like
1: I can't rely on this thing. Right. Get rid of it. Yep. Yep. No, I definitely definitely feel that feel that sentiment. So. But if we could actually go into that topic of why I say carbon cleaning and direct injection, for those of you who aren't aware. Yeah, tell me about that. So, back in the old days, you had a carburetor. So, a carburetor is a device on the top of your engine that mixes fuel and air as it, it goes into the cylinder. Berates yes. the car. Yes, it does. It definitely car berates. Yes. And then they ended up switching it to uh, du- to um, port injection. So they actually had injectors now in each port that goes into each cylinder. And it- As opposed to starboard injection. I like where you're going with this. I really do. <laughs> That's really, you're quick. Like you're you're literally Johnny on the spot. Just don't wreck my car when you deliver it for all you GTA fans out there. Um, But then they have port injection where it sprays fuel into each cylinder on the outside, mixes with the air. And then it goes goes into the engine, and then the next
2: almost like an atomizer, basically, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and then the next logical progression of that is that they actually have injectors directly in the cylinder, so it just sprays a certain amount of fuel into the cylinder itself, rather than mixing with the air going into the cylinder and.
2: Like the old comic book hero or villain, Bane. The stuff that flew into him was
1: directly injected, and it made him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. If I took that off would it be painful? <laughs> for <Ruffling> you. <laughs> for oh. you it would be. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um so with the problem with direct injection where it, I it, was it's I
2: was sworn in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you told me to go off topic.
1: So. Uh, that's true. That's true. It is a little bit of comic
2: relief. All right, back oh, to sure. <laughs> direct injection. So we got
1: fuel being Put directly into the engine. Yes. So well, more or less. So there's there's a couple different the different ways, obviously. But direct injection bypasses the intake. It bypasses all the valves. It just sprays the fuel directly into the cylinder. Now the problem with that is cars have a PCV system, which is positive crankcase ventilation. So what that does is when your engine builds up pressure in the oil and stuff like that, it has to relieve that pressure. And what it does is it relieves that pressure back into the intake. Gets sucked into the engine and burned off mm-hmm. but the problem with that is that it causes deposits to form on your valves because normally when you have fuel spraying into the intake it cleans the back of your valves but with direct injection that's no longer happening so as time goes on you get deposits on the top of your valves it affects how it runs gives you misfires but worse fuel economy those were one of the real big problems with direct injection engines does it also erode the pistons no, no, it doesn't cause anything like that, um, but the problem is these deposits are hard carbon, basically, carbon buildups. Um, they can fracture and break off mm-hmm. and fall into the into the cylinder and then score the walls of the cylinder if they're sufficiently big enough. Which will decrease the efficiency. That could cause real big problems if it scores the wall. because, Like
2: decreasing the efficiency. Yeah.
1: Okay. You get blow-by. You get blow-by. Which decreases
2: the efficiency.
1: <laughs> Amongst other things, yes. But um, I come to came to find out that um, the engine that I have in my all-road actually has a hybrid now, hybrid system. It actually has eight injectors. Yep. It's got four for direct injection, and then it's got four for port injection, so it still is cleaning the top of those valves. So I don't have to worry about carbon cleaning quite as much, I don't think.
0: Most Maybe. gasolines are actually formulated to clean carbon deposits off of your yep. valves.
1: Yep. So all those cars that, you know... Didn't take that into consideration, have to get regular carbon cleanings, but the newer ones don't, hopefully the newer ones don't and the manufacturers. Are hopefully. Yeah. Cause that's a pain. Cause I had to do that to one of my cars had to do the carbon cleaning. Cause it, I don't think it had ever been done. And it was a brutal two day process
0: on the name of fuel efficiency.
1: <sighs> yep. Now granted direct injection is good because you get better fuel economy. You get more power. Maybe. Maybe mo powell baby and we're plugging a lot of YouTube channels this episode that's fine we love them <laughs> donut media check them out so what do we say we take a break no okay don't take a break hit it that was so long it was like hours for God, we break. were we came back the next day I now have a beard
0: <laughs> the next episode
1: <laughs> so AJ what do you got? I have a history section. Oh, we love history.
2: Let me ask you guys, have you
1: ever wanted to go on a vacation? Every day of my life. No, (sighs) never. But what
2: about going on a vacation where you don't want to stay necessarily at a hotel? You want to be able to stay comfortably in your vehicle.
0: You lost me at vacation. I've never wanted to go on one. How about a camping trip?
2: Nope. Bruce is lying. However, I'm going to go into... A story about how people may have evolved. Not evolved. But car industry has evolved to do recreational vehicle. Humans are a migratory species. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, they- we, They we are hunter-gatherers. They were, and some still are.
1: Um, so you say recreational vehicles. <laughs> the elderly, specifically. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> the elderly are a migratory species. Oh, because they go
2: to Florida? During... Yes. There, there are some-
1: uh, what do they call them, snowbirds, around here? Uh, my grandparents yeah. were snowbirds. They used to have a, they had a fifth wheel mm. that they would drive all the way to Florida, and come all the way back. So, ask your question that you were about to ask. So, I was going to say, so you say recreational vehicles? Is there an acronym for that? Yes, we would call that an RV. Holy shit! But I want to take us back
2: to a little bit before that. Okay. So, if we're gonna go, I mean, if we go way back in time nobody vacations except for the extremely wealthy 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 and they generally have a stagecoach system that brings them from place to place or they have a retinue of uh staff that basically carry them or uh, take them in a carriage and then when they get too tired they set up a nice tent for them but that's not most people and most people if they needed to go from town to town they would just walk going a little forward let's t- go to the americas um it wasn't necessarily safe to go out and just travel for vacationing, and if people did, eventually they would take coaches. Or when it was evolved, they would take evolved. It didn't evolve when it was built. The trains trains would bring people from place to place. Now, once cars got into the picture,
0: evolution's pretty accurate because I, you discover more efficient ways of manufacturing sure. and oh
2: no, and more if you efficient I mean, me- mechanisms. This kind of is philosophical, but at the same time, I would say it's evolution. As if you looked at our planet, especially. If you look at our road system on our planet and the soon as we got cars that really started becoming day and day, I would imagine you could watch like a time lapse video if there was one such setup of just roads spanning the country and just slowly filling in the areas. Mm. Um, But when we're talking about just recreational vehicles, uh, people wanted to travel but didn't necessarily have the means to um, pack everything that they wanted into their car because if they wanted to go someplace, um, not every town in city was set up with ample rooms for people to stay at, or maybe you didn't want to pay for that so after cars uh started becoming more of an everyday thing in the 19 teens um specifically around 1915 16 17 we started to have the first rvs and i have a couple little factoids that i'm going to bring up with this. um the first car was actually named uh, the vardo or the gypsy wagon which was an um automotive but it was basically styled after what one would generally think of and I know gypsy can be a derogative term and I don't mean it like that but the wagon that has basically a room or two inside of it and it was drawn by horses but then when it was the car they would basically be fashioned onto a truck body and the back end of it would have this house unit and it would go around places but if we move a little bit forward the first motorhome was built in 1910 And it was onto a package truck and was used all the way up until 1924. Wow. People use these. They still were your standard four uh, wheel vehicles, basically just a truck that was modeled into that. Um, Later on in the 1920s, we had something called the Nomad house car that was built by Ford and it was built on the chassis of a Ford model TT. And people use that. Did you say TT? I mm-hmm. did. Sorry, my Audi sense is tingling. Ford TT, which, by the way, Audi I probably t- should have looked it up. I don't know what it looks like, but I will. It's a big Do old. you want to look up oh. TT just so I can? Oh, like see an Audi one? TT? No, no. It's a big old truck.
1: Ford Model TT. Oh, Okay. 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 I got you, what you're picking up. So, down.
2: later on in the 20s, um, a man named Leonard S. Whittier built a custom RV off of something called a Brockway Model H bus chassis. And in it, it was fully decked out. It had wicker chairs, it had bookcases, refrigerator and sink, as well as an electric stove. And it even had a septic tank. So, you know, people could poo. Hmm. Later on, we started getting into some weirder, well, I say weirder, but it probably wasn't weird at the time. The Curtis AeroCar, which was designed by an aircraft designer named glenn curtis and if you're gonna pull up the picture now to me this looks a lot like almost like a alien uh tram like system um but it looked a little bit like a bus and sometimes they also came in multiple hookups so that there was the vehicle in the front and then it had a hookup in the back that had different um
1: oh that's very interesting sections
2: and these were very custom so people would have them uh, built that if you needed more bedrooms or if you needed a kitchen area, you would have that built into them. So as we move up into the nineteen late nineteen thirties, early nineteen forties, almost all production of RVs stopped because a lot of car companies started manufacturing World War Two. World War Two things. Now, there were some RVs that were produced uh that were used for infantry because they basically were just you could Drive them in, and they would have, you know, you drive your barracks around with you. Um, and then the the one little fact that I got from a website that I'll give to you for a
1: um, reference, a, a link, yeah. link to throw in after. Yeah, effect. is
2: um, it was talking about how during this time, Howard Hughes had eight personal dressing rooms built for himself that were during this time when he just, I, I you're shaking. Why do you need eight dressing rooms? I think he had some anxiety when you to put it lightly he was also very much agoraphobic i believe and didn't ever leave and when you've got the money
1: you can do whatever the hell you want
2: and then um if we keep going further on we now have the 1948 chevy motorhome that uh had a couple of rooms in it especially uh it could be designed for kitchen um icebox everything like that In the '50s and '60s, they got bigger and they became six-wheeled, and they were almost bus-like. Like Like they looked like a bus. um, And it wasn't until 1968. Well, I will say, in the 1950s, a little company called Winnebago started. Do you know what they did?
1: Where have I heard of this company before? They make recreational vehicles. Well, 1950s. Oh, okay. In
2: 1950s, (laughs) they only built furniture. Oh wow! For recreational vehicles, nice. Also, oh, in you're... 1968, that's when they designed their first Winnebago with the W on the side of it. I don't know if they still have that W or if it's evolved through the ages, but hmm. I think the older Winnebagos, if we all think of one, it's got that big W on the side of it, always in brown. Yes, yeah. and when it came out when in came, 19, the
0: truck itself is always tan. Yep. True.
2: Um, when it came out in 1968, it was large. It was roomy, it ran, and it sold for half the cost of any other RVs on the market. And a lot of the other companies could not compete with it. And while, yes, there are much more um, other companies. Well, there are luxurious uh, RVs and there are other RV companies, obviously. Today, it has become to the point where, uh, and there is a special word for this, I can't think of it, but when an object becomes noted for the object that it is, Like uh, if you say Kleenex and you mean a tissue. So even if you don't have a Kleenex brand, Kleenex, you would say, can I have a Kleenex? And someone will give you a tissue. Ubiquitous. Yes. The Winnebago became ubiquitous for RV. There's actually another word for when something like it's like one of those English words. But Hmm. that is where, you know, and I'm not going to go into the most recent ones because um, I will say they have a lot that we can talk about. We probably will talk about them more in the future because I know I want to say the three of us, maybe it was just the two of us and someone else went on a trip where we looked through uh, some Winnebago's at a... Um, Every time, because
0: he and I, when we've gone to Gander Mountain just oh, to look yeah. for stuff and we wound up walking through the yeah. campers, you and I have done the same yeah. thing where we went to Gander Mountain to get and lawn chairs. And I you someday the we three of us will through. go
2: as well and we'll go to Winnebago. But now... Um, even though not every company that makes an RV is a Winnebago, if we say, I want to get a Winnebago,
1: you could follow that up with, oh, what kind are you looking for? And,
2: you know, so. I think
1: I would prefer to call them caravans because that's what they do in Britain.
2: So that would probably confuse some people here because there is a, a vehicle Dodge. called
1: a caravan. Not anymore. Sweet Dodge. Not anymore. No, the Dodge caravan does not exist anymore. Sad day. Yeah. Is it? Nope. Okay,
2: well, going anyway. back, I, I just to finish it up. I mean, they they've always had luxuries in different rooms, but now we have them. Um, and in the seventies, I even saw some models that had pools in them, which wow, I don't know how useful that was, but I've <laughs> um, seen limousines
0: with pools on the back. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. But now it's very common that you'll see uh, Winnebagos that will or any RV that. Uh, will expand to twice the size that it normally is when it's not driving and will have a yard attachment that will literally fold out and come into a yard. But Mm -hmm. they have a lot of cool designs and they are a vehicle and I think they belong in our podcast
1: just as well as other vehicles do.
0: Nope.
1: Thank you, Bruce. You're welcome. (laughs) Can you expand upon that? Yes. Will Will you please? No. No. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, you know, talking about RVs, there's a couple subreddits that I'm I'm a member of that is something that I've kind of always been fascinated with, and that's the idea of taking a school bus and converting it into an RV, and they call those schoolies. And uh, seeing some of the some of the posts that people put on there that like they've bought buses and stuff like that to convert into RVs. One of the ones recently they somebody bought a double decker tour bus, which is basically an RV already as it is a tour bus like that, like what you would expect a band to be. On the site, I'm going to link It already has a
2: bathroom in it. Right. Well, on the site, I'm going to link you has a portion where they talk about turning a double decker into a
1: RV. And I thought that was really cool. And And a picture. I think part of the reason why that's always been fascinating to me is because when I was younger, when I was, when I was just a wee child. Of 32. That's me now. Okay. 31. More like it. Um, I had great aspirations that I wanted to be a paleontologist. Mm. Paleontologist, huh? Saw Jurassic Park, did you? I was obsessed with Jurassic Park, and I still am. Mm-hmm. But I knew all the dinosaurs. I still know all the dinosaurs. I did projects in school about dinosaurs. I wanted to be a paleontologist, and I wanted to move to Moab, Utah, mm-hmm. and dig up dig up Utah raptor fossils and go rock crawling in a bus converted into an RV. Oh, well, you have to store all your extra wives, right? Exactly, because I was going to have a harem, obviously. Who could say no to it? paleontologists. paleontologist? Hell yes. <sighs> yep. They like bones. Anyway, um. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs>
0: joke yeah. is not AJ approved.
1: <laughs> What's wrong, AJ? I don't... Well, it's true. I yeah. Left a bad taste in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so that that was that was my my youth. If mine, she's mine vegan, is... you
2: could say she doesn't eat meat, but she sure likes the bones.
1: Hey. <laughs> yep, you got me on that one. That was yeah. But RVs. Back to RVs. <laughs> 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 uh I wouldn't I wouldn't lie. I I
2: don't know how you guys feel, but I would definitely like like I don't know if you have to do special training to drive them,
0: but some of them you need to have a commercial license for. Some of them you don't.
2: But like, if the three of us ever wanted to do a longer trip than just a day, I could see one of those as being a
1: thing we could rent and go on it. Absolutely. And I think
2: I'd feel comfortable.
1: I mean, my firsthand experience with it, like my parents, well, like I said, my grandparents had a fifth wheel. That was unreal. That was that was mind boggling to me. A fifth wheel because it's like it had had a, the slide. It was one of the early early model ones, so it only had one slide out section. And it only slid out like maybe four feet, three mm-hmm. or four feet, something like that. But that makes a huge difference in a trailer like that. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. Um, my parents had one of the ones um, that fits in the bed of a truck.
0: I yeah. actually really like those for some reason. Right.
1: Well, you probably remember the Mister Regular episode they did where they review. He reviewed the biggest truck bed camper ever made. No. Yeah. It was. It was on like a Ford F three fifty. And I, it, it was literally like 12 feet tall. It was like literally the max height that you could get out of a truck and a trailer. And this trailer dwarfed the truck.
0: Yeah, I do. I've never seen this one. Unbelievable uh, how
1: how big this, this camper was on the back of it. And, and you get in it and it had parts that slid out to the side on this truck. And it was like, it was mind boggling to me. But like, if you're going to go, if you're going to go traveling, if you're going to go roughing it, like that's perfect. That's the uh-huh. perfect way to do it. I saw,
2: and I wish I knew the name of the channel, but I did see a YouTube uh, channel that was talking about custom campers for vehicles, where it would show people going into, like, Alaskan trails, and it's snowy, but they would just stop their car, and it would almost, like, turn into a tent on the back of their car, but with, like, hard... The Pontiac um... Aztec. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, this, I mean, I don't... I actually don't get that reference, so I apologize, but the ones that I'm thinking of, these were custom-designed by companies where... Mm. They would like they would have like, like almost like bubble windows so that they would come out, and then you didn't have a fire in them but you had a heater.
1: Oh, I think I've seen that before, where it like ex- it almost blows up these the the domes on the side of the side of the camper or mm-hmm. whatever to give you extra extra space. Yeah, to move around and yeah, I, th- I think I've seen that. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: but um, <clears throat> how much would a bus cost if you were gonna buy a let's say a relatively. I don't want to say newer one, but one that's not so old that it's
1: rusted out, but that you would want I mean, to fix up. I think on the subreddit, I've seen that they can get like old bluebird style school buses for like 15, 20 grand. Okay. That are diesel. I was going to say, what kind of fuel do they Diesel. Take? Some of them, some of them are manual, some of them are automatic, but I mean, the most expensive part is going to be the conversion, obviously. Sure. But I think, I think it'd be perfect. You know, you rip out all the seats. You could put in, you know, a bunk bed on one side. I mean, it's long enough where you got plenty of room to do Shag
2: stuff. carpeting.
1: Duh. Mm-hmm. Duh. yeah, I Wall
2: think- to wall shag carpeting. With shag carpeting on the wall and shag carpeting on the ceiling.
0: But only the center strip? Yes. Leave a little bit on the sides. For disco so balls. It, it, no, because I want the inside of the truck to look like Mr. T's head.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. I got that. I pity the fool who doesn't do that. <laughs> and you can do bead curtains. <laughs> have a little, you know, hippie a hippie van. We'll play some gypsies, tramps, and thieves while we drive. That's right. Drive. No offense to the gypsies, tramps, and thieves.
2: That is a song by Cher, She Can Do No Harm. And she will do no harm as she never decomposes after she passes because of all the
0: place of surgery. <laughs> I have no evidence to back this up, but I'm pretty sure she killed Sonny Pono. <laughs>
1: Now that's a conspiracy theory I can get behind.
2: <laughs> she paid the tree? Or
1: she planted the tree years ago, <laughs> knowing. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, help me.
2: It is not the opinion of this podcast that Cher, in any way, shape, or form, killed Sonny Bono. Bruce is just saying a theory that he heard once in a subreddit. That, no, that's something I just
1: made up. <laughs> I love Cher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. RVs, RVs are crazy though. And I mean, they're so ubiquitous. I mean, going back to that word, I mean, if you think about American culture, like they're so ingrained in it now, like, cause America, when you think about like the size of a country, America is huge. The U S the U S is huge compared to countries in Europe um, and, and whatnot. Like in Europe, you can go from one side of Europe to the other in the amount of time it, it would take you to get from California to New York. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna cross through ten, fifteen countries along the way in, mm-hmm. in that one, you know, single trip. So in the US it's like it's one of those things where everybody kinda has that wanderlust where, you know, we wanna get an R V and just travel. Just travel the country I know I I've wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. travel the country, see the sites, stop at different landmarks along the way. One of my coworkers, she's doing that this week, I think, with her husband. She's going and stopping at all these iconic spots along the way on the largest
0: there. frying pan. What's that? Largest frying pan. in mm-hmm. well, largest that. ball like,
1: of string. Like they stopped at um, the house from Field of Dreams. So the actual Field of Dreams. Never seen it. Ba- baseball. Well, they built it so people come. Yeah. So they went. They went to that. They stopped at. You, I, you really haven't seen that? I've never seen that it's movie. It's really good. It's a really There's good probably movie. a car in that. There is. Okay.
0: Is it a hardcore car movie? Yes. Okay, then let's watch it. Okay.
2: <laughs> James Earl Jones. Yes,
0: he is. But we need to stick with the theme of I know. Morgan Freeman movie. Yes. I want to see Morgan Freeman's in that
1: movie, too. I'm going to check I it out right now. I, I swear keep talking to God. I'm going to check that out. Um, so they stopped it like that. They stopped Hardcore there. car Morgan Freeman movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just any movie with Morgan Freeman and cars is on the list. But no, they also stopped at like um, Mount Rushmore and, and a few other random. Oh,
0: yeah, that'd be a good one. That, Grand they,
1: Canyon is a must. That one big rock formation. There you go. It's Yosemite.
0: Let's, uh, let's rent the RV and let's do one of those sometime.
1: And just live blog the entire thing or record episodes along Only the way. Only thing
0: I absolutely require is Grand Canyon.
1: Grand Canyon's up there, yeah. yeah. I, I want to go to the Corvette Museum, that one the where the floor gave out. I would love to go there. Um, I can't find him in, in it, hopes that I'll the
0: floor going. gives out while we're there and you can see some Corvettes getting destroyed. I'd be even more on board for that.
1: <laughs> or like that big um, crater, that big crater in Arizona. It's like, oh, the yeah. Grand the, Canyon. Like no. <laughs> no. Yes, but also the Grand Canyon is not a crater. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: if you're being derogatory, you can call it no, a crater. I think you know. we
0: I think he and I have recently heard about this one. It has like a tiny little house in the middle of it. Oh no, then that's not it. Wait, the which one, one are you talking about? There's a giant crater somewhere that has a tiny little hole at the base of it, and then underneath it is an underground lake.
1: No, I don't think that. I mean, that's I'm sure that. there's a lot of those, Probably. especially yeah. in the desert. But no, this one's in like near Flagstaff, Arizona, and it's it's a point where a meteor hit, and it's literally like a mile wide.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I th- could th- see this
1: that. crater. I love fantastic. Like that. That'd Someone be fantastic. built a house in the middle of it. huh? Yeah, somebody built. It's like a visitor center in the bottom of it. Neat. I think.
2: But I want to talk more about
1: what are oh, saying. Oh,
0: Yellowstone. No, I'm sorry. I got to add to Yellowstone. I already Yellowstone. said Yellowstone.
2: Did you? And he will hear it. When I you. don't listen to That's you. It. So I <laughs> when I go through. No, I want to talk like the reason that this is is awesome because we're thinking of taking a trip and normally we would either have to take a car that we're all going to have to just be comfortable in someone in the back, putting their feet up. Or if we rented an RV, we don't really have to worry about hotels unless we really want like just one every now and then just to stretch mm-hmm. you know get out of well it. we're going to need to at least stop at truck stops that have showers sure. yep, that's no absolutely a yep. but like if you know you don't feel like sitting up front talking to people two can go into the back and can play a video game together they can chit chat you can lay down the driver can put it on autopilot and all three can go into the back and just let the car drive that's the thing i'm joking about that
0: last point no he's not
2: you were joking. I was,
0: I, I'm fine with walking
1: away from a moving vehicle. No. no. God, what, what movie? There was a movie There was where, a movie. Where oh, there was a couple of movies that were yeah, where back.
2: driving? No, I put it on. <laughs> I put it I put on cruise control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah.
2: But like, in all honesty, like you have, you know, if you are like me and, you know, I'm a, I don't want to put too much of my personal stuff on the podcast, but like I have blood pressure medication that makes me have to pee a lot.
1: Yeah, we know. We were there for the Watkins Glen episode. Shush.
2: I would rather not go, you know, uh, dehydrated. Not only
1: that, but you're also, like, nervous about
0: peeing in not a bathroom. No, I could
2: do it in the wild. Not when I'm
1: surrounded by tons of people waiting to race. Yeah, but you were behind, like, half walls where no one could see you true but i thought they could see me. i think it was the anxiety of seeing somebody just randomly walk off into the yeah. distance like where the hell is he going yeah oh, to never you. be seen but again. no if right. that
2: is the case you know you have the rv and it right. has a bathroom in it so you can just do that you don't have to flag down someone to stop every 15 minutes you know
1: and um, and they have rv parks everywhere mm-hmm. like in, truck stops you can literally just stop to truck stops but like rv parks i think are good because they've got the hookups too so you can drop your sewage and everything like that and get fresh your water black everything. water yeah Gray water, yeah. Black water.
2: (laughs) But they also have tons of storage. So if you want to bring your own snacks and foods and stuff, you can bring someone like me who, depending on who you ask, can cook for a couple people. Mm -hmm. You know, that helps things out. Yep. And like. As long as I'm not starting a fire, because apparently I can't do that. You can't start a fire? No. Only one of us can because he was a Boy Scout. And
1: that would be me. I am the fire starter. Twisted fire starter. I was. Re- I read an article about the front man for Prodigy. I guess he opened up a bar or something like that, or a restaurant of some sort. Okay. And um, the, he he had to create like a tip jar for every time that he went to light a fire in the fireplace there because people would make that reference. So he charged him. One, I would one pound. One I pound would, per reference. I
2: would make. I couldn't not make that. It's like reference. like a swear jar. Oh, I get like it. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Uh. But yeah, I mean, the nice part with an RV is you don't even have to go to a truck stop or an RV park or any place that's designated for that. Like I've all the time I see cars parked in parking lots near where I live. Well, that, most or RVs parked in parking lots. Most
0: Walmarts changed their policy. They used to be yeah. very truck friendly, but now are signs posted
1: all over the back lots that say no overnights. And they've got big barriers set up so you yeah. can't drive big vehicles through there.
2: But not to go against what you just said, there's a lot of places like Disney or Yosemite that I would guarantee you have very large mm-hmm. RV spots that you can go and still be relatively comfortable, and then you can have a fire outside and still get out and stretch your legs. Oh
1: man, I can't think of really a better scenario than just like being out, like in a park, almost parked with the RV, got a campfire going, got the awning down, got some chairs out, listening to some music with the fire under the awning. Yes. To catch the awning on fire. Yes. <laughs> you don't need an awning.
2: And you, you already got uh, a deposit down on the RV, and you knew that was going
1: to be gone the minute you put it down. Right. You've got the insurance, mm-hmm. so everything's covered. So set you it on can fire. put it on autopilot. Right, exactly. Cruise control. Take it off some jumps. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we are, we're just, we're really going to good. the Grand Canyon. That's right. Oh, my God. Perfect. in the Louise, just do it.
0: Uh, we'll make Evil Knievel proud. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I wonder how much it would be to rent an RV for like a week. Never priced it. Yeah, me either. That's not so difficult that we can't do
0: that. It wouldn't be probably all that expensive if three people were splitting the cost. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I might have to bring
2: a fourth. No, we won't. We won't. You're going to bring panda? <laughs> It'll
0: be I'd be, you know Pop, what? Pop. No, I'd, I'd Pop. be fine. Okay. I'd be fine with panda. <laughs> Cuz while you guys are sleeping, uh, she jumped out the window. I don't oh, know.
1: Oh, that's awful. She's a nice kitty. She treats the other cats like shit.
2: I'm pretty sure she got body slammed tonight, she by the sure way. Sure did. Cat she bullies. She deserved it. <laughs> well, they're fighting back.
1: I mean, we, we have established that Panda is, you know, um, harness trained, so that'd be a perfect <laughs> cat to take on a road trip. Anywho. I don't know. We stopped at the restroom and she just, she got out to use it and never, came, I don't know. Well, she she acted like she needed to go. So we let her out to go and she just didn't come back. Hawk must've got her. Oh, well <laughs> moving
0: on. I'd feel awful. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> much, as a, much as I pretend like I hate her. Uh
1: <sighs> She's an easy target because she's large. She's hard to miss.
2: <laughs> she's large in it.
1: Uh, so what else we got after now that we've talked about RVs for a little bit? Do you have anything else? Just my last game of the night. Did You covered all the history? I did. I did. So okay. I'll, I'll talk about one thing that I wanted to drop here as a, as a surprise. So a segment that I've kind of been mulling over is um, popular, popular things in the car scene that we hate. So stuff that we love to hate. You hate stance. The perfect example. And then on the flip side, something that we hate to love. So things that are widely regarded as awful in the For me, that's wide body. That we like. So Let me think about that. So I'll go. What? Oh, Okay. I guess we'll take another break here. Okie dokie. All right. We'll be back. Somebody had to go to the little boy's room. Medications. How dare you gender him? Do you not identify as...
2: A little boy? No. No? But...
1: <laughs> Alright, I guess I walked I into that. I haven't called one. myself that for at least two weeks, but... Alright, I guess I, I walked into that one. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. Hmm. Stuff that we love to hate and stuff that we hate to love. I mean, I've already established my hate for car eyebrows. Yeah? But, well, no, this is this is stuff that are wide, like, if you hate it, if, if it's something that we hate, it's something that generally everybody else loves. Okay.
0: Anime raps.
1: That you love. That generally, I love yep, those. That's a good one. Oh, I love those. That's a good one. I will
0: never give anyone shit. If you want to wrap your car with an anime
1: lady or an anime, I don't care. I, I support you fully. See, I, I can't agree with that. That's fine. You don't have to. No, I'm just saying. Just like for me, for me, it's definitely Stance Nation. I can't stand it. Yeah, and that doesn't and, bother me at all. And I think Stance Nation isn't really a good, a good example of that because I think a lot of people don't like that. I think that's a pretty niche. <laughs> It's pretty popular, is it? Yeah, I think it gets a lot of shit though. I know it gets a lot of shit from me, but I'm. I think a lot of people give it a lot of shit.
0: Like I said, it doesn't bother me. It's nothing I would ever do to my car just because I don't. Like there's so you take away so much reliability when you do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: such an uncomfortable ride. You wear out uh, your tires, your suspension components.
0: Nothing I'd ever do, but if it's what someone's passionate about, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I think it it can look cool when
1: done right yeah i think it's just dumb all around myself but i'm trying to think of what other what other option what other things that i've got corvettes not a fan
0: i have a very healthy respect for the race team that's the only thing i like about corvette it's never been one of my favorite cars ever yeah
2: i won't lie when we were doing the audi um race at the racetrack, yeah, the Watkins Glen, yeah. I did not care. Like I thought we were completely different than the other cars that were going by and like honking their horns at us. It was like what? Remember, there were a whole bunch of cars that we like got cut off in the middle. Like a bunch of them went in front of us.
1: Oh well, when we were driving. Yeah, there was three Corvettes that pulled out in front but of there us. There were like eighteen other was, ones. Yeah, there was a whole yeah, bunch on the and, side like,
2: road. They. Oh, I guess I'm just agreeing with what you just said then, because I didn't. But like. I viewed they as being pretentious (laughs) while I view us as just having a good time and being fun. But I don't know if that's a mental perception or if it's an actual, because I just looked at them driving by and they were all like the same salt and pepper man with a, you know.
1: Midlife crisis mobile. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. Corvettes just don't do it for me. They really, the C8 is about the only one that does something for me. And then it's only because it's different. Something new. But Corvettes in general, i just... No one's from the
0: 60s, the mid-60s are my
1: favorite. It's just so cliche, Corvettes. You want to know something I love that I I don't like to admit? What? This is probably something that you like that nobody else else does.
2: No, people like them, but I always pick on those stick figure families on the back of the car, but I would love to have a comical one. But I don't know which one would be the right for me. But, like, I would love to have just me and like twenty five cats in a row. <laughs> but, like, I want to find one that's, like unique or like just like Cthulhu eating people or something like that. But, like, I, I do want to have something funny on the back of my car, but I just have never decided on that one thing that just says me.
1: The best one that I've seen is like a tie fighter coming in and blowing up the stick figure family mm-hmm. family. I, I like stuff I like, like that, that one. yeah, yeah. I definitely have a problem with mustangs, camaros. And those are generally loved. Yeah. yeah, Mustangs in particular, I think. Um, I think that's about it. One thing that I I love that I don't think a lot of people do are um, crackle tunes. Yeah, I don't hate them. I yeah. think a, I think a lot of people don't like it because it's stand on there, please.
0: A little obnoxious, but again,
1: it's like. <laughs> So, I, get it. I get it. So a crackle tune is uh, when you tune the car's computer, and what it does is it basically continues to dump fuel into the cylinder after your foot is off the mm-hmm. gas. So you're no longer moving, putting, you know, forward momentum into your car, but there's still fuel going, and, that, and when that fuel passes into your exhaust pipe, when it hits the catalytic converter, which is super hot, it causes the gasoline to explode, and it creates pops and bangs out of your exhaust pipe. I think you've explained this to me before, but when I hear tunes, I... Cartoons. I keep thinking
2: like like
1: exhaust notes yes tune is a where you're tuning the computer i do like the and maybe this is something that everybody likes but the
2: when you have particularly loud engine and it's just sitting there and you hear it going
1: oh you know what they call that no they call that the chop really okay
2: I do, and I've only been in a couple large trucks that's done that, but I do like the feeling of it. I feel like it, 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 it's an, a purr.
1: And I believe the chop comes from the cam, right? From like a very aggressive cam on a V8 that causes chop like that. Not sure what it
0: does or what causes it on a yeah. V8. I know uh, everyone loves the sound of a uh, V-twin on a Harley, and that mm. comes from the, uh, the 45 degree angle. And then... Uh, it's a combination of the forty-five degree angle with the weird firing timing.
1: Mm. Huh. That's probably similar to. I was just reading that one of the man, one of the domestic manufacturers, their new V eight was what they call a flat plane crank. You know what that is? No. So the crank is actually all of the lobes on the crank are at ninety degree angles with each other. Just a quick note while I'm editing this episode, a flat plane crank is actually 180 degrees, not 90 degrees, but I had 180 degrees in my head at the time. Mm -hmm. And it creates a very distinct sound when it comes to the firing order, Mm. allegedly. I think it was, I want to say it was Chevy. They were, one of their new engines was a flat plane crank, but that's kind of interesting. Very unique sound, apparently. Don't know if that's true or not. I'll see if I can find find a sound of a flat plane crank and I'll insert it after this. Other stuff that I I don't, stuff that I don't like that I should is people that do, that have modified their car, but they've never done any of the modifications themselves. I have, I have a problem with that.
2: It's like an honorific. What's that? Um, like a badge of honor.
1: I think it's kind of, it's it's like a cop-out. It's like, okay, you've got the money to buy the parts and pay somebody else to do the work to your car, but you're not able to do the work yourself.
2: Can I give you an example of what I compare that to?
1: Yeah. All right, so don't roll your eyes too hard,
2: but I am a person who works heavily in mental health. I talk with a lot of people who have read an article online and tell me all about <laughs> mental health. And a lot of times they are about 70% wrong. But like, I also view that in line with someone who has looked at something, gotten something done, or maybe talked about something, but has never done the actual work to mm,
1: right. get through it.
2: Like I know when I do eventually do something to my car or the next car with you guys, I know I'm not going to do all of it. I know I'm not going to be the lead on it, but I want you guys to have me be hands on with it. Cause I want to, know what I'm doing and that we can have an awkward Facebook picture where I'm like, I had grease, you know,
1: <laughs> my hands are dirty. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause I want to lift my cross track. I'm not dropping the subframe out myself. So that's something I would pay
1: to have done. And, and I guess along those same lines, like there's certain things. Yes. I agree that shouldn't be taken on by somebody in our, in our situation as DIYers, like rebuilding a transmission. No, I don't think I would do that. Definitely not. I don't think I would take that on, take that two-way transmission shop. Right, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. But then again, this is this is all about stuff that you know should that I, shouldn't be frowned upon, but I frown upon it, and I think that's one of the big ones. That's my sure. big one, because I see I see pictures on like Facebook and I see pictures on Instagram. That's why I don't really get on Instagram all that often. Cause I see a lot of people like they'll post pictures of like, Oh, you know, I just, just did this or that, or this to my car and it looks good. The car looks great, but it's like, they took it to a shop to do that. Like they didn't do the work themselves. And it's like, not everybody has tools at home. Not everyone has a shop at home
2: and not everybody even, and I'm not trying to say people suck. They kind of do sometimes, but Mm. Sometimes people's best will still get them a job that doesn't look the greatest, and they might know that, so they might go to a person to do that for them because they want it to look perfect in the end.
0: Yeah. I don't have a place to paint a car. I'm taking it to somebody.
1: That's another one, like auto body repair. Like, I don't know anything about that, so I'm not going to do it. Certain things I'd try myself.
2: Yeah. Like replacing a headlight. That's not really body. It's something. Something.
1: And, and, you know, the whole point of this exercise is not that it makes any sense or that it's even right or wrong, but that's just my mentality on it. I mean, shit, I, I pulled the engine of a car after having never done it myself. And the part that kind of got my ass when I did that too was like, I was on some of the Facebook groups asking some questions here and there about stuff. And they were like, if you have to ask the questions, then you shouldn't be pulling the engine. And I'm like, that's, that's not true. That's awfully condescending. Yeah. Like, I already have the engine out of the car, dude. I already got it out. So now I just need to a- have you answer just a couple questions. My question
0: to you is, why are you on Facebook? Go to an Audi forum. Well, I was on,
1: an, on one of the Audi groups, one of the groups on Facebook. Still. Yeah. To hell with that place.
2: But I mean, you're going to find trolls in of every course. place. And I think...
1: For me, who doesn't know
2: too much about cars, my only advice to you would be, I hope you don't have any bonus parts when you're done right. with the
1: engine. And, <laughs> and, and on the... St- no. My right. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Were there this many bolts when I pulled them out? Oh, God. Did I put all the head bolts back on yeah. when I put that back on there? Oh, God. But it's funny that I say that because, you know, that, that kind of got my ass that I was being talked down to about that. But then at the same time, like, with the experience that I've built up over the years working on the TT and stuff like that, I've seen people ask questions And the thought enters my mind. I'm like, if you have to ask this question, you really shouldn't be doing this work. Like you you come across as that you're way in over your head right now. (laughs) Like you're asking a question that you shouldn't be asking. Maybe there are other ways to state that. Maybe, maybe it's, it's interesting. I don't know, but so wait, I'm confused. You
0: had a gripe against someone who did that to you and now you find yourself doing that to other people
2: in his head
1: i think in my saying. head yeah i, I oh. don't i don't say anything back cuz i i was on the receiving end of it one time so well, i just i sometimes i will comment to give them advice and i'll just say you know make sure to check x y and z in case they weren't already aware but i think going back and being the the helper and person yeah. that i'm going to be i'm going
2: to say if someone is it can take some time you know cuz the same people that might say if you have to ask then you don't know it they might Obviously, not that's why I'm asking. Well, that's the thing is that the person is asking probably because they have gotten too far and telling them they shouldn't have been doing it is not going to help them, right. you know? And yeah. it sometimes does take a lot to ask a question.
0: Shut up, mic stand. Right? Shut the hell up. I think do I'll you, probably edit
2: that out. Do you ask why? for help sometimes? Maybe not. I ask for help all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or there's, there's instances too where somebody will say something that's like completely inaccurate online and it's just like... These armchair experts. I tell you what. What? I tell you what, Bobby. So, what do you got? We got trivia, yes? It's a weird kind of trivia. I love weird trivia.
2: So, this is something that can either be continuous or not continuous, but I decided to do a little foray into, I'm going to give you the name of the designer and where it's manufactured. And I'd like you guys to figure out. What vehicle it is. What vehicle it is? Yeah. Okay. And of course, we can narrow it down by... I'm going to start this off real easy. This one does not credit a designer by name, and it is manufactured primarily in Neckersholm, Germany. What's the name of the city again? Neckersholm. Mercedes. No, but I believe the company that makes Mercedes makes this vehicle. Smart car, is I don't know.
1: I don't know if it's a smart car. Does is that the name of a car? Yeah. Smart, oh, it's not smart. a smart car. <laughs> yeah, smart is the company. Okay. Uh, BMW. No, that's not owned by Mercedes. You said owned by Mercedes. Oh, maybe this is not. I this is a company
2: that owns a lot of companies.
1: It's not Volkswagen. It is.
0: Well, today I learned. What there are tons of towns in Germany. <laughs> I
1: well usually Ingolstadt is. Um, is the Audi headquarters? That's where. Oh. Well, that's apparently where the Audi they also
2: is. make vehicles in Neckarsulm, Germany. At so. least design them. Oh, this one's assembly there. Wow. Oh. So, is it an Audi? It is. Wow.
0: Is it Adams All Road?
2: No, this is an A. Four six A six. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe I'll have to add a little bit more into this segment, but I'm fleshing it out. All right. The next one was designed by Freeman Thomas. And it is produced in Ontario, Canada. Assembled. Assembled. Who was it? Freeman Thomas. English muffins. It is a vehicle. Oh. The vehicle they
0: use to deliver English muffins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this vehicle probably does have some English muffins in it from time to time. i say Ford? It is not Ford.
0: I don't know anyone who has a manufacturing plant up there.
2: Well, I'll tell you. This is where the Pacifica is manufactured. And the man who designed the Pacifica, the most recent one, was Freeman Thomas.
1: I'm going to find that man. I'm going to hurt him.
2: All right. Um, let's keep I going. We I should have known. I should have known. We will see about this section, because I really do think this section has potential, but I might have to give a couple more clues
1: about mm, this. Yes. All right.
2: So the last two that I have, these are the most recent models of the vehicle this vehicle was designed by paul wraith and it is assembly assembled in wayne michigan is it a car it is a vehicle
1: or is it a car or a truck do you not know it
2: is an suv bruce has not seen one of these yet
1: no Bronco.
2: It's a Bronco. That was too easy. Sorry. Alright, the last one I have, and again, I'm going to flesh this section out because I do think it could be fun. This next one was designed by Ralph Giles or Gillies and it's also assembled in Michigan.
1: Giles? Bring the car around. That's Giles. (laughs) What are we watching? Buffy? Wasn't there a Giles in Buffy? Probably. Mm. I've been watching Sabrina. This one is a truck. For the record, Salem is the shit in that show.
0: I'm I'm talking about the newer Netflix one. Uh, I've never watched the Sarah Michelle Gellar one. That's disappointing.
1: Um, wait, Sarah Michelle Gellar wasn't in Sabrina. She was in Buffy. Yeah, you're thinking of um Buffy. Clarissa Spider-Man. explains it all. Cl- yeah, what? No,
2: <laughs> Blossom
1: all right anyway ralph Gilly's
2: truck in michigan
1: ford f-150 it is not ford silver dildo this is not a silverado sweet dadge
2: yes ram ram so you learned a little bit today i did
1: not really
0: no but (laughs) All of I those will, designers' names have left my head already. I will
2: work on that But their section. point of
1: manufacture is kind of interesting, or assembly is kind of interesting, I guess. I didn't realize there was any assembly going on in Canada. <sighs> yeah, neither did I. Thought I thought they just made maple syrup.
2: Apparently, no
1: Americans will
2: assemble a Pacifica. <laughs> so
1: it's assembled in it Canada. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Why there's 13 cup holders right. instead of a nice even those number. Canadians. They love their cup holders. Huh.
2: All right. All right. That gives me something to work on. I know not every trivia can be a home run, but, you know. That's all right. Part, this one, I'll make sure the next one's a touchdown.
1: See, I think I can speak for our, our listeners that the trivia is like, is a lot of fun because then they, they can think, try to answer the question in their own heads.
2: Sure. And see. That if, one, I don't think is going to get many people, but I'm going to come up with a new way
1: to do that. Right. Because, you know, I think a lot of people are smarter than we are. So, not I me. Mean, maybe. It's just a little bit.
0: My knowledge of designers is very limited.
2: I mean, I don't know any until I look them up today. Yeah, right. See, and that's where I. Assume you guys know stuff like that, so I just kind of. I know John Delorean.
1: I was going to say Delorean, and we we know, yeah. And Ford V. Nikola Tesla.
2: So you know.
0: I know Lee Iacocca. Mm. He he went through a lot of different manufacturers, didn't he? He started. I don't know where he started, but he worked for Ford for a while, then he eventually went to Chrysler. Yeah.
2: Work on my game. Yeah.
1: There's always next week.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's almost like we produce these every week. Hmm, imagine that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we good guys. This is weekly. No, we just record these one right after the other. After the Adam, other, after we the don't other, let after him after out of this room. He doesn't know what day it is. Bruce is our gimp. Yeah.
2: Oh. I, come on, dude. <laughs> I he was going to say he's the guy that lives in the attic that we feed, and he comes down at night. Am extremely was, uncomfortable again. Well
0: done. This is a family member of mine. High five. <laughs> You're good at that. <laughs> uh, what's in the I had, box? I had no, no, no intention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you all right, man? Nah, I'm real far away from being all right. <laughs> nah, man. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. <laughs> all
2: right, guys. Time to <laughs> take this up been, drinking again. <laughs> this has been
1: a lovely episode. I'm Aaron. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Bruce. <laughs> As always, if you haven't liked and follow us on all your... Social network, subscribe and smash the like button. Yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on such a device. If you like us, if you like us, yes. Yeah. If you don't, um, you can just send us an email that I'm says sorry,
2: that.
0: yeah, just send us an email telling us how you don't like us, yeah. and
2: it'll become a portion of the show,
1: right? We'll include you in the next episode.
2: If it is bad, make it as nasty as
1: possible, and we will critique it, yeah, right? We might laugh at it. Or we might just stop this all together if it's really then scary. You'll be the GIMP in our episode, not hey, my cousin. Hey, and on that note, have a good <laughs> night, everybody.